Welcome to Go For the Battle After the War. So in keeping with my tradition of talking about issues that I've encountered over the years with Gulf War illness, I wanted to cover something interesting that just recently started happening as a result of COVID-19, 21, whatever, you know, this COVID stuff that's going on. And it relates to PTSD. And it was something that uh, I was able to catch. Well, I'll go ahead and tell you about it, and then you can decide for yourself if you've encountered these issues or if it's something that uh, you're currently dealing with or however you're dealing with it or whatever. So I was uh, at Walmart doing my grocery shopping. And I got to the back of the store where I normally buy my frozen stuff. And I'm looking around, and there's a woman who had just walked up behind me she was fairly quiet and she was dressed in clothing that we would normally see in Iraq or Saudi Arabia or you know the, that that type of clothing and forgive me I forget what all of it's called now but she was dressed very conservatively like that and she had a mask on so she had her head covering on with her mask on and all that I could see were her eyes she was wearing a dark eyeliner that outlined her eyes and it created a flashback for me so it was difficult for me to decipher friend from foe and rather than act on my instincts, I grabbed my shopping cart and I pushed it to the front of the store and I walked outside. I stood there for a few minutes and it was difficult for me to clear my head of what I had seen. And it's not something that was really out of the norm considering where we are today as far as your normal everyday routine what changed that was she was wearing a mask and it was high up on her nose so I couldn't decipher whether she was a threat or whether she was an innocent you know so that was difficult and while I was standing outside I was trying to clear my mind of the thoughts that were running through the flashback that had just happened and it was a lot to take in I ended up walking over and sitting down on the bench for about 15 minutes and just kind of rationalizing what I had seen and where I am and that I wasn't overseas and that I wasn't in that flashback and that it was actually a flashback so it was a lot to, to work through So I thought to myself, well, if this is happening to me, this must be happening to others. So I immediately messaged a friend of mine and I asked her if she had heard of other veterans or soldiers having the same issue. And she said yes. And then she said that um, some of us are having our groceries ordered or delivered to our homes which I thought at first was a great idea because then you're no longer placing yourself in that position 
But then as I thought through it, um, I thought that might not be such a great idea. And I had actually done a podcast on PTSD uh, several months ago. So I went back and listened to it, listened to what I said, the research that I had done, and I thought to myself, you know, this is a great opportunity to revisit this and see if I have the same reaction again. So I have since done that, and I didn't have the flashback the next time around, but I also didn't have the same experience. So I'm not sure what it was in particular with her that triggered it, uh, fortunately, I can't recall enough detail to point out what my trigger was that day. I mean, it could have been a smell in tandem with the way she looked. It could have been, I don't know, any number of things, and I'm just not sure what it was, but I haven't been able to recreate that particular instance. I do find myself a little more cautious and I look more than I did previous because now you can't tell so it's one of those things to look out for when you're out and about and I, I don't necessarily agree with having groceries delivered because of that particular issue what I would suggest and mind you remember I'm not a doctor I'm just a, a veteran soldier like everybody else Rather than not doing it at all and never taking that chance, I'd say try it. Get out there. If you're not doing your groceries, if you are having them delivered, take one day a month and go do them yourself. Go in, go early where there's less people or late where there's less people and challenge yourself because we aren't really at war anymore per se, and we have to learn to discover what's a threat and what's not. And you can't do that if you're hiding in your home, because at that point you're allowing everything to become a threat, and that's just not where we need to be in, in our, our 40s, 50s, and 60s. We need to be able to get out and enjoy what's left of our lives, regardless of how ill we are. So I, I went and I looked online, and I actually had found on the VA's website in the PTSD section the effects of the coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic on PTSD. And they give a, a pretty good description. I mean, it's, it's typical for PTSD symptoms, but it's something that's easy to find. And I'll drop this link on my page so that you can take a minute to read through it. I'm not going to read through the whole thing because it's fairly detailed and, and long. But the subcategories that they list is kind of something that I am explaining. So the first one says, feeling more on guard or unsafe, which is what happened to me that day. More trauma triggers, which is what happened to me that day. Not doing things that are still considered safe, which is the suggestion that was given to me about having my groceries delivered instead of going. And I don't want to do that. Uh, the next one is an increase in negative thoughts and feelings. Well, I don't know that I have that, but I would say that, like I said, I'm more cautious 
problems with sleep and concentration. Um, I can't say that PTSD isn't a part of that issue that I have because I don't sleep. Um, I mean, I'm better than I was, but I can certainly be a lot better. I'm sure everybody else can agree you're probably in the same boat. But then in the bottom, they give you tips for healthy coping. And that one I will read through. And it says, get PTSD treatment. Well, most of us are already doing that. But there are a number of PTSD treatments that have been shown to work. Treatment now can help you cope with additional stressors of COVID-19. And then there's a link to learn more about PTSD treatments. I'm not going to go through those. Because, I'm, like I said, I'm going to post this link on my page for everybody to, to read through and, and look at. Uh, the other thing they say is, do activities that feel meaningful to you. And that's kind of important because it takes your mind off of anything that could be happening at the moment or going through your mind at the moment. If you're doing something you enjoy, then that naturally brings your stress level down. I love going to the range. I love riding motorcycles. When I'm doing those things, that brings my stress level down. Sometimes it brings my pain level up, but at least I'm not stressed, which is adding to my pain, which makes things worse. Uh, the other one is use good self-care. And I'll read that one because I'm not sure what they mean by that. It says, try to focus on the things you can control rather than the things you can't control. Be kind to yourself. The pandemic affects everyone. Avoid using alcohol, tobacco, or drugs. This is kind of negative coping and can make things worse in the long run. Instead, try keeping a routine, getting good sleep, and eating healthy to help manage your stress. Review list of self-help strategies to find one that works best for you. And then below it says here are some that might be especially useful. They have a Kovic Coach free mobile app, which is kind of interesting. Um, and there were a few other options here. So I will post that link so you can see them. But that's kind of what I wanted to cover and just, you know, you can throw your comments down and on the page or you can respond to my uh, podcast if you have Anchor, if the Anchor app is installed on your phone. But just kind of be aware that, you know, we are at peacetime as far as we are concerned. There's nothing that we need to be concerned about. It's just one more addition or one more piece of clothing added to us that's... Uh, being required to wear. <clears throat> um, let's see, the next one is use good self-care skills. Yeah, I said that one already, sorry. Uh, reach out for help, obviously. You can call 1-800-273-TALK anytime to talk to a crisis counselor. Press 1 if you're a veteran, and the call is con confidential or private and free. You can also chat online with a crisis counselor anytime, and you can go to www.suicidepreventionlifeline.org. www.suicidepreventionlifeline.org. That's all one word. You can also call the National Domestic Violence Hotline, which is 1-800-799-SAFE or 1-800-799-7233.
and those are all places that you can talk to somebody and get things straightened out. There is a email um, for PTSD information voicemail, and that's N is in Nancy, C is in Charlie, P is in Paul, T is in Tom, S is in Sam, D is in David at va.gov. And there's also a link at the bottom to go to VA Mental Health if you just want to do it that way. They do now also have a chat online with a counselor, and that's at the very bottom of this link that I'm going to provide you. And above that, there is also a hotline that you can call, which is 1-800-273-8255, and you press 1 if you're a veteran. So there, there are plenty of outreach contacts that you can certainly call or email if you run into a situation that's worse than mine and or like mine that you really need to talk to somebody about quickly. And I will also put myself out there as well. Um, I am a work in progress, like I've said in the past, but I can certainly share my experiences and talk with you. I'm not a counselor. I'm just another veteran like yourself. But I'm, I'm happy to sit and talk with you briefly. And if there's something that I can't help you with, then I can direct you to somebody who can. You know, it's, it's something that we are going to be dealing with probably for the rest of the time that we are alive. I don't see this uh, mask issue going away anytime soon. They seem to be really pushing the narrative and businesses are following it and people are panicking and they're following it. So just be aware that this is an issue that we also have to deal with. And if you're a civilian listening to this, be aware that there are veterans walking out there that are having issues with people who are wearing masks and also having issues wearing masks themselves. This is not something to blow off or laugh at or make fun of. It's, it's a serious issue. So just be aware of that, you know, when you're, when you're poking fun or trying to force this narrative on, on somebody who's actually, um, what's the best words, struggling, I guess, with the idea of what the mask brings back in memories for them. So that's all I have for today. Um, go for battle after the war. Employees, or not employees, but uh, ownership and, and everybody involved in it are currently on the road. We've visited so far, uh, let's see, Georgia, um, gosh, let's see, where were we? we were in North Florida, Georgia. Savannah, Georgia, I think, and South Carolina, North Carolina, New Hampshire, and Maine. I don't think I missed anybody, but that's where we're at now. We'll be leaving Maine tomorrow and headed over to Vermont and then to New York and down through the Blue Ridge Mountains, I believe, in Virginia headed back to Florida. So we're making kind of a long East Coast circle. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun so far. 
But anyway, that's all I have for this week. I hope everybody has a great rest of their week. Stay safe. Stay dry. I know if you're in Florida, you just dealt with this uh, small hurricane that passed up on the East Coast. And um, thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it very much. Without you, I couldn't do this. So please don't forget to subscribe and share. And don't forget to elbow bump a vet.